And welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. My name is Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, and Bridget. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. How is everyone? Pretty good. We're good. So there was a lot of excitement this week at the Star Wars. What is it? A Star Wars celebration that looked kind of exciting. You know what the most exciting thing was to me? The Cokes. I don't know why. I just really want one of those round Cokes. How did I know? Well, and part of me is sort of wrestling with the fact that I feel like I'm trying to use less plastic and I'm very conscientious of it in Disney because they don't give you straws or tops or whatever anymore, which is great. We're all for that. But then the other part of me is like, oh, I want everyone. So I'm feeling kind of torn. (laughs) But tonight, we're going to talk about something entirely different than Star Wars for once. We are going to talk about two things. First, we're going to start by what is something you have been disappointed by in a Disney park? And don't say your husband, Bridget. And then (laughs) we're going to make, we're going to make everything sound a little bit, we're going to, you know, leave it on a high note. We're going to talk about what have you been surprised by in a good way. So since it was Adam's idea, because he's been the idea guy lately. Adam, go ahead. Tell me something you were disappointed by. All right. Disappointed. This is going to be very controversial. Uh Uh-oh. Over in Disneyland, everyone talks about the Matterhorn being a wonderful roller coaster and original and whatever. I was so underwhelmed riding that. First of all, <laughs> it, it hurt my back. It I, does hurt. Aww. Yeah. I you was, get whiplash. Yeah, I was like stiff getting out of that thing. And it's slow. It's jerky. It's not thrilling at all. I understand it's 60 years old by now, I guess. Or it's a really less than old. That. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least they have a working Yeti. But they did redo the Yeti. It's a little scarier. Yeah, well, at least they got one. Uh, Looking at you, Animal Kingdom. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I was just very under... And I'm not a big... I I will ride the roller coasters, but I'm not like... I'm not somebody that has to do that. But I feel like if I'm riding a roller coaster, it better be more exciting than me just driving my car. And I could do much cooler things just driving than I could on that Matterhorn roller coaster. So I was very disappointed with the Matterhorn. And it's very uncomfortable. I rode that with someone who's 6'4", and we were just like, this is so uncomfortable. And not to well, mention it was weird because you have to sit between their legs and you're like, I am really uncomfortable. Yeah, you have to do that, and the seats are really hard. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. good altogether. I remember being tossed around. like It was like very jerky and very, yeah, just uncomfortable. For yeah. a short, per- short person, like it's not like I'm, um, you know. Yeah, but I mean, even still, I, I'm short too. But when you have a tall person in there and there's no room, and it's just really like I don't really want to be this yeah. close to you. I don't know you that well. I mean, it was just weird. So, yeah, yeah, it was not a pleasant experience. I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't. I'm glad I went on it. Mm. I'm glad I did it once. Did yeah, you know I did there's it once. a basketball court up there in the Matterhorn? No. Yes, it is. There totally is. There's a basket. It's a half court. It's not obviously a full court, but yeah. Yeah, but the line is always so flipping long, and I'm always looking at them like, whoa. Do you think that's like a nostalgia thing? Like local people are like, I rode this with my grandpa in 83. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, because if you've ridden it once, the the possibility of a re-ride, especially with a line like that, is yeah. pretty slim to none and world. I can tell you that. Disney we, World, it wouldn't be like that. We went there after Carthay Circle, and that was my first 
I want to say that was my first Disneyland ride because I got to the park late. We went to Carthay Circle for dinner. That was wonderful. And then we hopped over to Disneyland because I think for fireworks, that was the first thing. That was what everyone wanted to ride. I was with a big group of people. And I'll never forget, just like like Adam said, you get jerked around. But, I mean, it could be worse, I guess. I, I think Space Mountain out there is jerky, too, though. Not quite as jerky, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't think it's that as bad as... Um, no, yeah, I don't think Space Mountain's jerky out there. I think it's worse in World, but I love their Space Mountain, so... But Matterhorn, I agree with you, Adam. Yeah, no, no controversy there. Okay, how about you, Bridget? I'm going to say, okay, so I was kind of disappointed in the alien swirling saucers. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> because, like, I don't know, I, I'm thinking, like, they're going to move a little faster, and they were really slow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like it was kind of like you wait in this really long line for something that didn't move very quickly. And it didn't, yeah. you know, it just kind of underwhelmed me where Slinky Dog Dash was awesome. Um, and that was a ton of fun. I think alien swirling saucers could, you know, bring it up a notch a little bit. I don't know. Does anybody else feel that way? I kind of was like under, I was underwhelmed. I yeah, I, I was too. It. I don't think they're bringing it anywhere because that's where they brought it. So it's saying <laughs> that's where they brought it. <laughs> okay, here's here's my whole theory on that. My theory on alien swirling saucers is that because Slinky Dog is such a major coaster, I mean, okay, like it's not a thrill mm. ride kind of coaster like you would find at Universal, but it's quite a ride. And I think because of that, you're pretty much anybody under like five is probably borderline riding it, obviously. So maybe they needed something really calm for little like little little kids. Yeah, maybe so. Because that park had to tends to have more thrilling rides, it seems. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to do something. It's cute. But, but it's supposed to be kind of like the scrambler, like where it like kind of jerks you and then yeah, like, I know what you're like, about. like it's carnivals where it and it goes faster. Yeah, but Disney doesn't deal with whiplash you know they're not trying to give you whiplash like some carny is carnies don't care yeah they carnies have... are like whatever that baby just went flying but disney's <laughs> not about that disney wants everyone to have but a nice they do party. it on the matterhorn <laughs> well okay a little bit but you're not you don't have little kids on the matterhorn though. true true no yeah, but true. but here's the other thing like it's exactly on this it's the same concept as mater's junkyard jamboree but i think mm-hmm. mater is faster it I is like faster. I it's like Mater. Adorable. Yeah, Mater's an adorable attraction. And I don't know what it is about it. It's just, to me, more fun. I like the goofy music and everything. Oh, that so, I like yeah. the Mater one much better. If yeah. they could make it like Mater, then I'd be happy. Right. Well, they probably could. But, I mean, you're kind of limited in, in a way. Like, Mater, I think one of the things, like I said, that makes Mater work is the corny music. Yeah. You know? And there's never a huge line for it, which is kind just of Just the nice. word Mater. I love but it's it. a good it's a cute ride and I do like that music and it makes me laugh every time I hear it but the I alien laugh. swirling saucers music is kind of like this weird techie sounding but it, it's it's okay it just it is a little slow it is slow but it, you know so I get that Bridget I agree with you as well thank you All right. okay that. speaking of agreeing with her as well what about you Liza oh man the list the list okay but I'm gonna have to pick one I'm going to go with a food item that I've said before, but it it was just something that I was really excited about and I was pumped to eat it. And it was the school bread and I thought it was going to be good. And, and also the citrus swirl. I, I was really underwhelmed by that, and I just, I couldn't get on board with it. I wanted to, the concept sounded really good, 
but I couldn't do it. The school bread too. It just ugh, something about that custard. I just couldn't. I couldn't do. I didn't think that was too bad, but like I think that it's a lot. You don't need that much bread with custard. No, I just don't like the custard. I, and I think I've said before. You know, I went to Norway and the people we were with wanted to try the school bread. So we all got school bread. It tasted just like the stuff in Norway. So it is authentic, I guess. And it's authentically bad. Do they eat that in school over there? I don't know that they, I think it's kind of like a after school, you stop by, oh my gosh. So first of all, if you ever get a chance, Norway is extraordinary. It's the cutest darn thing ever. And they have all these little bakeries and shops and you know, in my head, I'm thinking the kids stop by there and get school bread on the way home. Because if you're cool. eating it at school, it's probably pretty messy. It's got coconut. It's got a big dollop of custard. So, hmm. yeah, Norway is amazing. Their school bread, not really. Okay, I, I'm going to go. And mine is probably going to make all of you upset. But for me, it's Muppets. <gasps> wait, I, Muppets I, 3D? <laughs> Muppets 3D? The show what? is so lame. The wait a minute, so... wait a minute, wait a minute. They no. need to change it up a little bit. No. The show needs no. to be changed. It's been there no. forever. It's Don't not care. that good. Maybe they could have an all Miss Piggy show. I love Miss Piggy a lot. So I don't know. I just feel like the whole thing is incredibly boring. Like every time I go in there when the kids want to go, I'm like, oh, gosh. And I want to go because it's amazing. No, it's not. And I was one. I'm like probably like I can remember being like a little kid. And we would always go to mass on Saturday night because my parents, I don't know, wasn't they weren't Sunday mass people. So we would always go to mass and I would sit there and be like, oh, my gosh, I hope the priest stops talking so we can get home in time to watch the Muppets because the Muppets were on at 730. Usually we made it, but it was like a big deal for me. I I have been a huge Muppet fan for years, but that show I just can't sit through. Wait a minute. Well, what about Waldorf and Statler? I do love them. You know, Look at I the do. guy in the goofy mask. That's not a mask. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that's just a small part of it. You have that stupid show and that chicken and all. Oh, God. I like it, but I've seen it so many times that I think they need to just kind of update it a little bit. Yeah, I think even if I had only seen it once, it would be more than enough. So Jim Henson is rolling in his grave, the creative genius that he is. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jim Henson, I really am. Muppet felt-lined grave that he's in. My little Jim Henson just died in my heart right now. And he did? I'm sorry. Uh, You're the sweetest chef. I mean... I mean, yeah, I I could live without the spirit of 3D, but other than that, oh, I can't believe Right, because spirit of 3D is long gone. Right. I I mean, they need to move on a little bit here. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew... Mm. I love the Baker and Honeydew, Fozzie. I love Gonzo, Fozzie. Fozzie's adorable. Gonzo. Well, the, 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 the cheap 3D tricks. The finale. Oh, my gosh. I, I, look, I've got to totally disagree with you because I feel, and Sam the Eagle, hello, hello. I mean, he's like the best. You know, he looks like uh, that guy that does the, the lie detector test, Jack <laughs> Tremorgan. <laughs> But anyway, Muppets Vision 3D stands the test of time for me. And I feel that it is so funny. And I still laugh every time. And I think it's a great show. I would be so upset if they stopped showing Muppets. That's so sad. Have you seen it really, Christina? Are you just saying oh, this? Many times, yeah. Okay. One, at least it seems like the twins rotate between which one likes it. Last time it was Thomas. We had to go see Muppets. I think Sophie was on Rock and Roller Coaster or something. Yeah, I'm not into it. Maybe they need to change it. I will now move on with my final decision on Muppets. 
What about you, Bridget? Okay, so I was thinking about it, and as cute as it is, the the ride in Mexico, the Grand Fiesta Tour. What? When they redid it, like even when they redid it, I'm kind of like, okay, it's cute, but it's no. I I I feel like they could just do more with it. Well, I can see that. You know, it's a little small worldish, but not. It is to well, that extent. Like there's, well, it's just yeah, it's not. There's like I feel like there's more that they could do with Mexico. A lot of screens. Lots of lot skeletons of hanging around. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that. they just put water there and put some stuff up and then kind of sent you on your I way. I can well, see how you're the, disappointed. The fireworks on the ceiling, the lights. Yeah, they're cute. Mm, yeah, well, but now they have all this projection technology and I feel like they could do so much more. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So that one, I was just kind of looking through and seeing what it, like... Um, kind of, I was looking through the parks and looking at different attractions. I was like, you know what? I don't love, I don't love that ride. And they had redone it a couple, what, like how many years ago? Not, I mean. It's been a while. It's been a while. Five or six, seven years. Yeah. It wasn't anything that was to write home about. So, you know, come on. Well, I'm still interested to see if they're going to do a Coco overlay because they totally could yes. do that. I mean, they yeah. totally could do it. It's it's already got you've already got the day of the, the day of the dead puppets theming everywhere, and you you wouldn't have to change too much, but you could spruce it up and then make it something. Well, they had stuff in the entryway. Yes, to, yes. like in July when we were there, it's and that was there. really cool. Is it still yeah. there? Yeah. Yep, so why don't they cute. just put that in there? That is interesting. But you know what? They have to, like, it's interesting because, you know, to us, we just think you put it in, bam, you're done. But it's pretty involved whenever they do anything like that. So, I mean, maybe they just don't want to close it. On the other hand, maybe people wouldn't notice it was closed. I don't know. I think well, the I, big thing would be the, the queue is just not long enough for a yeah, that's true. Coco attraction. They'd not to, right now. Yeah, They'd have to cut out that that crystal shop which i don't know how many people are shopping there but they probably have to cut that out and make that part of the queue that's a good idea that probably would solve that mm-hmm. problem because you're right it is really a short line yeah. so but you know what the thing is people right. don't know that it's they don't like i don't think people really realize that there's a ride in there unless they're really researching their trip and actually going in do you know what i'm saying like i think it's kind of well, they figure it out if it starts raining outside right I mean, it's not one that they're going to seek out. Yeah, because then the line, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. But I get it. It's so it's a slow boat ride. I see what you're saying. And then they put the little puppets in at the end, the Donald, Jose, and Panchito. Mm-hmm. And those are cool. But we've seen what they can do with this animation on these animatronics. And yeah. these are really old. They're old school yeah. now. And they've come so far. Yeah, but I think they're just gonna do. I'm telling you, I think they'll do a Coco. I hope so. I think that'll be awesome. They have to put Kleenex yeah. in the cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Kleenex can sponsor it. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I refuse to watch that movie because it sounds so sad. Oh my gosh, Chris! I, the the hardest cry I've ever had in a theater. Really? Oh yeah, we were all sobbing, wow. sobbing. This Mark is... was crying. We were all crying. Yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed kids, in like... that movie. I didn't think it was that good. My kids oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> Heartless. It was bad. It's got such a great meaning to it. But I was yeah. paying to cry. I mean, it's like I'm paying to cry. Why do I need to pay to cry? Yeah, but I, I mean, but like, you just don't, you don't forget the people that left. Well, no. You know, but 
that old person, like, oh my gosh. I was like, ugh. Oh, and then my kids oh. were looking at me like, why did you do this to us? Why did oh, you yeah. bring us here? I know. My kids are like talking about my my grandmother. Oh. They call, they called her Gungi. And they were like, we miss Gungi. And I was oh, like, God. oh my gosh. Yes. It's that bad, Chris. It's so sad. But the, the animation in it, the, the, the computer animation in it was fun. Nominal. It was scary. It was so good because it really shows what they can do, and it's like wow, it was crazy looking. Wow. But it's still like brought to you by Kleenex. I don't think I can do it. I Up was the last cartoon that I cried at, and that oh was more than enough. Up. Oh my gosh, I cried so hard on Up. Right, that was bad. I don't like that. I'm like, oh, but he's so cute, that little man. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, I agree with you, Bridget. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a not like super upset, but I'm just like, come on, guys. Right. We yeah. Can do, we can do better. Oh, I hear ya. Okay. What about you, Liza? Um, the ultimate and ride disappointment for me is Navi River Journey. Oh gosh, yeah. It was the ultimate and ride disappointment because they hyped up this land for a while. I mean, you could see it from so far away because of those mountains, and you, you know, you're really excited now. Now. I get on the boat ride. I'm thinking, are we going to do like a little like flume? Is it going to be something like pirates a little bit? But no. And there's like some five-legged frogs hopping around above you. And like, I don't know, some crickets with five heads. I don't know. It was just, it just was underwhelming to me. It's all black lit. And it just seemed a little cheesy. And uh, I mean, I guess it's pretty in a way, but it just is not my thing. I, I was underwhelmed. I really was. I didn't want to be, but I was. Yeah, no, I have to agree. I just, I went in there and the first thing I said was, this is like if Rainforest Cafe met It's a Small World. Uh, you know, it's with with bad music. And but some then, psychedelics. Yeah, and some psychedelics. Okay, that's true as well. So, yeah, um, and that would have been mine, too. But I'm I'm actually going to switch over to since you mentioned Navi River Journey, I'm going to switch over to my one that surprised me, which is Flight of Passage. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, I had that on my list, too. That was on I, my list. I think we can all agree that Flight of Passage is probably one of the best things that Disney has ever done. And when you consider that the land itself, I think, despite being, like, visually really beautiful, I think it's underwhelmed most of us. And that's probably because, you know, very few of us are really into the movie, frankly. Oh, yeah. But I think the ride itself... From the interactive queue, which if you're taking, you know, only a fast pass, you're missing some of that. Um, but I think the ride itself, the queue, everything is just such an extraordinary attraction. And there's nobody, nobody goes on there and comes off disappointed. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I've it been is. on it. People are clapping at the end. Yes, people are clapping at the end. And, you know, before that, I thought that the best thing in Orlando, I thought the best ride, you know, just overall was probably like Gringotts over at Universal. I thought that was a really wonderful ride. You know, it's got a lot of thrills, like visually really interesting. But then you get Flight of Passage and you're like, okay, that makes Gringotts look like old news 
So, I mean, don't get me wrong, Greg Oz is fantastic. It's a great but, ride. Yeah, it really is. But I thought that Flight of Passage was just so, it was so much more than I expected. I had, because people, when it came out, and you guys might remember this, but when it came out, people were saying, you know what, it's a lot like Soren, you know, and they hadn't been on it yet. They were just kind of, you know, speculating that it was like Soren. So when they, when I went on it, that's what I was expecting. I was like, oh yeah, there's no comparison. You know, they're both rides. That's it. That's where it ends. So it's amazing. So, okay, Adam. What about you? Out in Disneyland, they have this newer show, Mickey and the Magical Map. I thought it was just going to be like a time waster. I was pleasantly surprised. It's like 20 minutes long, and they have a bunch of second-tier Disney movies are represented. And Mm -hmm. the production was top quality, which Disney always does. But I guess when you're trying to figure out what this story is about, Mickey finds a map, and, you know, all these things start, you know, coming around. You think it's going to be cheesy. And music was very good. They had live performers. They had a guy playing the trumpet live. And really into it. And they go into the seats and do their whole routine in there, too. So I was not expecting anything good from that show, and it was really good. And my guess is it's going to be around there for a while, but who knows? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. It's a very popular show. I need to check it out. I haven't seen it yet, so I'll let you know what I think um, when I go out there for the opening of Galaxy's Edge. Oh, did I just bring up Galaxy's Edge again? Because I can't stop talking about it. What is it, 43 days and counting? Oh, my gosh, is it really? What? Do you seriously think I'm going to be disappointed? No, no, I'm saying I hope we're not disappointed. No way. No. I don't They're going to blow this one out of the park. They're going to blow it out of the park. Okay, and when you think about it, if when you think of the immersive theming that they did in in Pandora, which again is really not a movie I care about, but the theming was pretty immersive. I just can't imagine how great Galaxy's Edge is going to look. And we have oh, such yeah. an emotional connection when with that movie anyway. Just like Pandora, like you said, Flight of Passage. I didn't like the Avatar movie at all. I've seen it. I thought it was lame. The ride, oh my gosh. Flight of Passage is the best ride, a theme park ride I've ever ridden in my life. I love it. It's probably one of the few rides that you could honestly say worth the three and a half hour wait if that's what what it comes down to. Find yourself some. Hold your spot while you run to the bathroom. Bring a snack. Bring Buy a tar- an audio book. You could watch or yeah. Avatar while you're waiting. You could watch mm-hmm. the movie. Oh like- my gosh, you could, Adam. You're That's actually insane. brilliant. That is the smartest thing ever. Yes. It's like, I've never seen it. I just don't You think really I- don't need to. Well, though. you know, Chris, when you're waiting for Galaxy's Edge, you can watch all eight Star Wars <laughs> movies. That's Whoa, brilliant. Chris. Okay, can waiting. I say something there? Because I think we just have to talk about this since we're talking about <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. I think Disney did the smartest thing ever because they're not letting people in the first few days in particular unless they're on-site guests. And then after it's all invites. So what are you good? What's going to happen? You're going to have people on social media taking a bazillion pictures, putting them up on Instagram and Facebook, whatever. And it's all free advertising, and you're not going to have crowds. So wow. that's why I think Galaxy's Edge, the pre- the initial first couple of days, is going to be fantastic. That I, I keep telling myself that at least, FYI. I think it's going to be a lot better that way. I think they were very smart to do it like totally that. Totally the smartest thing ever. They didn't do pass holder previews. That's a disaster. Because it's hard for people to get in. The people get sad. They've got too many pass holders. They can't do that. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, to have it just be on property, yes, for the first few days. Okay. That's really smart. So, 
Okay, let's get back on topic. What do you think, Bridget? What are you pleasantly surprised by? I was going to say Flight of Passage, but you said that already. So I'm going to go with Tiffin's. I haven't done a dining one yet. So when we ate at Tiffin's, I wasn't really sure what to expect because they had that whole, like, the menu was a little eclectic. And then um, one of the items is like a whole fried fish, like literally, you know, everything just thrown in the fryer and that's what you eat and mark had gotten that and i i didn't get i I forget what i got but he got that i tried it and it was delicious and he loved it um so i think the food there is really good the atmosphere is really good um i think it's a great location for um you know for animal kingdom to have a signature restaurant you know right there sort of like tucked by pandora but like kind of off the to the side there where it's kind of you can kind of enjoy yourself with a nomad lounge so um i was really that was a nice surprise for me because i wasn't really sure what to expect and i'm an adventurous eater to a point but i really liked it there so that was my that's one of my surprises okay i i have to agree that is a surprise and you know what it's interesting too because people think the menu is so complicated but it's really just Everything on it is good, except mm-hmm. the steak. Don't get the steak. Well, I forget what I got. I should go back and look at pictures. I think the steak is pretty boring. I mean, it's really, really good, and the presentation is amazing, but there's so much on that menu that's so much better. I would say to anybody not to be shy about going there because Mm-mm. of the menu. Well, and I could say the same thing about Jico, which you mm-hmm. and Rachel always raved over, and I finally tried it, and I, I loved it. It was really good. I don't know that it was as good as Tiffin's, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I love that place. One of my favorites. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. I want to thank everyone for listening. As always, if you like the show, please join us on Facebook. We have a private group. We also have an Instagram and a Twitter account, which, of course, Adam is the king of Twitter. Um, If you really (laughs) like us, check us out on iTunes. You can subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Good night, everyone. Good Good night. night.